All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's do this. And oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Uh huh. <laughs> really? Guys, it's really late. I gotta go feed. Ah! Out of the ah! <laughs> <laughs> James finally, James finally gets it. And we gotta leave. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 24, brought to you on June the 7th, 2007. I am one of your hosts. My name is James, and my brother's here. Woohoo! I'm David. And my sister's here. Hey, I'm Amy. And Amy is brand new to the podcast. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell you our funny life stories, and we hope that you will do the same. How's everybody doing today? Great. Fabulous. Uh, great. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> ah! Oh, David is panicking. He's freaking out because he's moving. Yeah. He's moving. I am panicking. And Amy, we'd like to welcome Amy. Welcome Amy to the show. Amy is our sister. She is older than David, but younger than me, and that that just shows you her place in the pecking order. We and, hate Amy. And we've been talking about bringing Amy on, and we've been threatening to, and finally we have. And just to make it clear. I don't hate Amy, and neither does David. That no, was just a reference anymore. to the way David once felt about his beloved sister. Uh, Amy, is there anything you'd like to say to the podcast people? All, all thirteen hey, podcast people. Yeah, we're so glad you're here. So uh, we've already established that David's life's stinking because he's moving to Ireland. Um, uh, but let let's go ahead and tell the people before we do our weekly update. Folks have been asking David, why are you moving to Ireland? And um, we've told people that you got a girl over there, a girlfriend. Yes, yes. So why don't we go I, ahead? I basically, as of right now, I have two girlfriends. All right. I have my girlfriend, and then uh, my girlfriend is currently uh, with a child with my baby girl. So there so you that's, go. That, that, yeah, that's why I moved to Ireland to be a daddy. That's right. And and I just want to say, Dave, in front of God and everybody and all these people, that um, I know a lot of people. I don't know personally, but I I work with kids, and there's a lot of them that have a father. Obviously, all of them do. That isn't involved in their lives, and they live in the same city as their kids. So hats off to you, dude, for sacrificing not only your you know your uh, the, your security, you know, uh, but also dang your constitution and your country. To go overseas yep. and uh, face your responsibilities, dude. I think you are to be commended, and uh, I'm sure everybody out there joins with me in saying, you know, you're you're twice the man I am. And that's for sure. Well, yeah, and I just have one thing to say too. Uh, just send your love offerings <laughs> to uh, David, our PayPal account. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, David. David's panicking a little bit because um, he needs lots of money to go overseas. But uh, Amen. We, we we he's been working, and we trust that uh, between us and God, everything's going to be okay. But uh, <laughs> Amen. So anyway, uh, it is time for the weekly update. What's been going on? Here's your weekly update. It's my. Wants to go first, Amy. David. Amy. <laughs> Amy. Two new, against one. New kid. I can go first. Yes, go. Okay. All right. All right. Today, I'm in the house. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I'm in the house. I'm making dinner, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, doing my thing. I haven't heard my kid in a while. So I'm freaking out. Where's my kid? She's crawling now. So she's all over the house. So I thought I lost her. So I'm searching everywhere. I can't find her anywhere. And I'm by this time I'm panicking. And, uh, yeah, she was in her bed. I had put her in her bed earlier. <laughs> so I was a little special today. Yeah. Wow. I so I was. I had a moment, moment of panic and found my daughter in her bed right where I'd put her. The problem was right before I started searching for her was when I put her in her bed. Mm. That's that's scary. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> so um, we have a lot of stay-at-home moms, Amy, that watch that listen to the show, and so I'm sure you'll get some email um, <laughs> regarding that. But anyway, welcome to the program. Uh, who's next? Uh, I'll do mine. All right, go, dude. I don't have any. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, that no, was easy. I, I really don't. Uh, I'm uh. You know, I'm still working at uh, AutoZone and all that stuff, but um, we had uh, a meeting for this, like everybody but this guy, this one person that was so, you know, conveniently not working the day we had our meeting. Mm-hmm. And so we all get there. Was it about, about him? Of, it was about him. Of course. And so, <laughs> and so our manager is like, okay, who doesn't like him? Who doesn't like working with Larry? <laughs> And, um, is that his everybody, no, Stalkers. Uh, it's yeah. And, uh, who doesn't like Larry and everybody without even like her explain herself, everybody raised their hand, but me. Oh, so I'm looking like you like Larry, you know, it's sort of like, you know, when, <laughs> it's sort of like when you're in third grade right, and, now and who David doesn't like Parker? David, <laughs> <laughs> I know because he likes Larry. <laughs> David, could you leave the room for a moment? <laughs> We're going to have a meeting real quick. I'll have put another my show of off. hands. <laughs> but uh, but so I look like the guy like in third grade that that uh, you know that liked a girl. You know, <laughs> just like oh my god, he he likes a girl. It's totally like that. And Goodies. so yeah, exactly. So I cross my fingers, and uh, and then my manager, my store manager, is like David. And I'm like, peer pressure, peer pressure. I hate that guy. I can't stand working with him. He is a jerk. He doesn't know what he's doing half the time. So I got plenty. Oh Guys, peer pressure still goes on into your mid to late 20s and into your early 30s. And oh, my gosh. How do you know? James and Amy. I am not early 30. Yes, you are. You're hitting it, girl. You're hitting it soon. Not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, um, in case anybody cares, I I had to go and go to Springfield today to take to interview because I pa- I mentioned I pa- I took my pastor test. I passed my pastor test, and today I had to go down and interview with with uh, district people and and just they had to find out if I was a freak or not. I guess. And it's good that they check for that because that means you know all your pastors out there have been screened too. But anyway. Um, uh, this doesn't. My weekly update has nothing to do with that. It, this has to do with going to eat lunch after it's over, and I'm wearing a suit, and and I don't wear a suit that often, and so I go to the bathroom to the urinal, right? And unlike jeans, uh, how do I say, it? Su- su- suit pants don't um, stay up when you unbuckle them, especially when you have a, a pound of keys hanging off a belt loop and a wallet. And so dude, yeah, I had to go to the bathroom so bad and I just whip my pants open and boom, they fall. 
they began to fall. <laughs> and I reached down to grab them about mid thigh. So I never, I didn't get completely depanced, but I was, <laughs> yeah. but I was so focused on that, that I, um, I, I let go. You know what I'm saying? James, yeah. You, uh, you let go. I let go. <laughs> I, I can't say, I can't say that I, I can't say that I, I wet myself, but I can say that I wasn't as dry as I was originally. Oh, wow. Because I always heard people say, let go and let God, but not that. <laughs> See, this is something I can't really relate to because. Oh, uh, oh shut up, pee pee girl. Down around your yeah. calf would pee be a hand. prerequisite. Oh, that's pee. true. That's true. That's true. See, that's that's the perspective Amy brings to the show. We're so glad. We're so glad to have the female perspective there. Um, so anyway, that was about it for me. I mean, I the interview went well. It looks like everything's going to be going great. And so, um, you know, the scandals will begin shortly, I suppose. Hopefully. Um, okay, so David, since you're here, yeah, it's your time to finish the featured story. It's the featured story. David? Yeah. Tell yeah, us I'm the here. story, dude. Okay, dude. Um, so the van story, we started out with the van story um, last week yeah. uh, about the holy cow, the holy, uh, holy of holies, entered in the golden calf. <laughs> well, this, uh, this holy grail, if you will, um, was uh, about five years later. No, 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 not about five years later. Uh, it was about, probably about two years later. Um, me and Jonathan... Uh, we got home from school and mom worked about an hour away, so we knew we had three hours till five o'clock and then four hours till mom got home. So we had four hours to figure out what can we blow up, <laughs> shoot, kill, or get stuck. <clears throat> so we decided, hey, the van is real, real, a real rear wheel drive. I'm a mechanic and I can't even say that. And uh, so it's like a truck, you know? It's a, it's it's like a truck. Let's take it out in the woods. So you so, you wanted to go mud bogging in a conversion van. Yeah, this thing was at least like two and a half tons. It was <laughs> massive. And so me and John, you know, we went down the old road and Amy and uh Amy and James would know what I'm talking about. Just the old road back towards the woods. Yeah. Not, not the one yeah, heading towards the road. The old uh, front so, entrance. Yeah, yeah, the old one. So me and John start going down there, and limbs are hitting the windshield. We got them rolled up in the AC on the radio on. We're like, this is awesome. The world's outside, and we are inside the van. How old is 14. <laughs> I was old. Yeah. And uh, so we're trucking down, and, and then we came up to where you curve off to the left. You go straight, and I fishtailed it around into the left when I was like, I feel like a NASCAR racer. So I <laughs> hauled butt back in the back, and then uh, I got to a point where I could turn around, and so I tried to do a little, like, catwalk side, you know, just spin the tires in the back and, and work the back end around. Well, I backed up too far into a muddy pit. Oh. Well, the muddy pit was wasn't really nice to us it sunk the back end of the van into the thing into, so we're sitting there i'm spinning the tires say what into the thing into the yeah. you're stuck yeah yeah the, the real the rear wheels went into like the mud pit okay all, it didn't look like it but once two and a half tons got onto it, it just sunk right in <laughs> <laughs> So, so it, it gets stuck, and I was like, "Oh, don't worry about it, Jonathan. I'm a 14 year old mechanic. I can get us out of a mud pit." 
And so I was like, reverse, drive, reverse, drive, reverse, drive. Get it deeper into the ground. Reverse, drive. <laughs> Just, Dude, it sunk all the way down. So thank God, uh-oh. like, this is the point where I, I really thank the Lord above for blessing us with um, a uh, mother that, that kept a lot of very neat fabrics in the back of the van. <laughs> Her wholesale from like from like Joanne's fabric. Very organized. So bolts yeah, of very, fabric, huh? Well, thank God. So <laughs> we, I was like Jonathan, don't worry, I'm fourteen year old mechanic dude. I got this bolts of fabric. I learned this in uh, seventh grade, and so I started throwing bolts and bolts of fabric underneath it. And the thing is, it was really cool because Jonathan was sitting or standing in the back of the van. He's like, you know, waving me to go or not go or stop or whatever. So he put a bolt in there. And uh, and he was thank God, thank God he was standing right in the middle, you know where the hitch is at, and uh, because it slung back, it like went underneath the tire, slid on the on the mud, and just, and just launched it, launched it. Dude, it was like twenty feet. It was awesome. I was like, do it again, do it again. So we Amy, got sidetracked. Amy, do, do you notice how religious David's being through this story? Yes. <laughs> He's just thanking God left and right. There, there must have been so many times that somebody could have died. Oh, I, sure. I got multiple stories about those woods. But um, so we're sitting there and we're throwing bolts out. It was cool, dude. But so we sort of got sidetracked with the the fabric, and we started throwing them out. And uh, turns out we didn't have any more fabric left, so we started grabbing other fabric. And um, and so we started throwing stuff back there. And we're sitting there like it's an hour and a half. We have exactly forty five minutes, thirteen seconds to get back to the house and clean this van up. So we're sitting there. Wash say what? Wash yeah, wash the fabric. Well, the thing is, we uh, we threw you know tire irons underneath there. Thank God, I didn't pop the tire. But uh, we were throwing everything, you know, the cow. I mean, everything. <laughs> so you're right. So so we got to the point where we were down to like you know a couple Walmart bags, a, a couple scrapbooks, <laughs> and all that stuff. And we were getting desperate. I tell you, we were getting desperate. I heard you. So th- we- I heard you put mom's quilts under there. Dude, it, it was a it was a worst case scenario, man. It was life or death. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta and do. Life or death, the quilts go first. <laughs> if it's in the van, it's fair game. Oh, it's God. fair game, dude. I got <laughs> sucked. I'm getting. David's it out. ripping out the captain's chairs. And... <laughs> that, that's well, what I, happened to that table, isn't it? Yeah, I, I had to break it up and start a fire because we were there for three days. <laughs> but um, so so we're throwing crap at it. Well, finally, we rock it out, you know, just enough. Thank God for the quilts, man. They're old, but they're yes. there, sturdy. Praise the Lord. And thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, so uh, we finally got out. Well, we got out. We we're like, <laughs> cool, dude. High five. Awesome, dude. Two and a half hours. Yes. We're getting the freaking band stuff. Yeah, yeah. Righteous. <laughs> and, uh, and so the thing is. We we got it out and we stood there, you know, very victoriously, uh, looking at all the bolts and mud of fabric and just a clump. So we're like, you know, screw it, just leave it there. So we left it there and drove it uh, back up to the house. And we're um, we're sitting there, we're washed, you know, spraying down the side, you know, uh, dirtying up the back more. Because mom would know that if we pull all the fabric out, it would look clean. So we had to dirty it up with more fabric. <laughs> So then we're sitting out there spraying we're, we're, down the. Like, you're, you're matching textures and styles and print oh, patterns. Yeah. This is yeah, a nice it a paisley. Solid. It was solid. It wasn't striped, David. I know for a fact there was a calico in there. <laughs> so uh, so we were spraying it off, getting all the mud off. Well, the thing is, we totally we totally 
you know, cleaned it off really good, parked it in the spot, and made sure the tire impressions matched up with the new ones. No way. And, and all this stuff. And uh, so we went inside, like, hey, Victorious, dude, nobody's going to know. Mom's not going to find out, whatever. So mom come home, and we needed to run to the, the dump to drop off some garbage because in that part of Florida, you don't have, what, public disposal garbage I trucks. I don't, I don't think they have that anywhere in Florida, actually. Yeah, I think you're right. Because all we have is landfills and dumps. Well, the thing that's is, what the, that's what the Gulf of Mexico is for. Exactly. That's why it's so gross. Nice. So we, um, you know, we sat it. You know, we sat down inside and just chill. Wait till mom got home. Well, mom wanted to come home and uh, bring the, the garbage to the dump. We we're like, okay, cool. Mom got in it, realized it was on E. Oh. And when she left it, it was half a tank. Oh my god! So <laughs> I was like, I was like, Mom, there, a, there's got to be a fuel leak. I'm a mechanic. I'll check it out. Fourteen year old mechanic did a rescue. I will not rest. I'm the Jack Bauer of of gas consumption. <laughs> so I was like, Yes, Mom, the catalytic converter is covered in fuel. I'm surprised you didn't explode. <laughs> That's similar. That's like my butt. That's like my butt book story where I'm like, "Mom, I did it for you. You're so lucky you didn't hurt me and make my butt bleed." Man, I'm glad we noticed that, Mom. Because you would have had a cremation for a ceremony. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So Mom found out, and uh, not really found out, because I'm pretty much good with making stuff up in between Mm -hmm. uh, finding out and getting your head uh, knocked off your shoulders. Uh, So uh, pretty much that's the story, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, how did I know Mom, that please was coming? Don't listen to this. Yeah, just. Did you ever tell her that, Dave? Nope. Oh, half these seven, stories. Seven Say year what? limit statute of limitations. Seven year statute of limitations. I hope so. On, uh, no, you know what? Any anything you can outrun Mom for the moment we could outrun her, and we had our own place to run to. The statute of limitations ran out. Literally. <laughs> oh, that's, that's I mean, if you can outrun mom and that Rick Rack paddle, or or Big Red, as she called it, then Either you're one. good. Um, Amy, uh, that was awesome, Dave. It really was. Um, I'm not kidding. That was so good. Uh, but, <laughs> Amy, I, I want you, I invited you on for various reasons, but while you're here, I would really like to get your perspective on last week's story. <laughs> because I had a theory that you confirmed through email, but I want the people to hear it, and that theory was... Uh, I, you know what? Just go ahead and tell your part of the story, just like you right. did in that email. All right. Well, all I got to say is Bernard was not random. Ah. He was both planned and wanted. <laughs> Mom saw, David, this is the part of the story that you don't know, maybe because you were too young oh. yes. to know. But um, we saw, Mom saw an ad in the paper, in the classifieds. I think it was under livestock. What was she looking under livestock for? That would be the question of the century right there. I've never seen that in the Watt ads. I don't even think that's we on I don't even think that's on Craigslist. Our, we have it here in our newspaper, but it's always blank. Uh, they still put it in there. There's just nothing there. Well, and they ha- they have it in Old Town, but it's all uh, you know, uh girls looking it's a single section for for the girls. <laughs> it's a David joke. I did that to make David laugh. Anyway. Stallion. <laughs> um, so anyway, she, she finds this ad in the paper for cows. You can pay $35 for a female cow, calf actually, or you can get a, a male calf for free. So she asked me, do you want a cow? Oh I, have all, I always loved cows. 
I didn't actually like real cows so much, but I loved black the, and white Holstein. The anything. idea of a cow. Right. Really cute and cuddly, pristine white and black. Yeah. So I collected them to the nth degree. But anyway, so she asked me if I want a cow. I'm like, hey, why the heck not? That sounds exciting. So we go to pick up the cow. She's like, all right, we'll go pick up the cow, and then we'll go to the grocery store. So we go pick up the cow. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> it's got, like, flies flying around it everywhere. We pick out the boy cow. I'm like, I'll get a boy because then I can name it Bernard because Bernard was actually my imaginary cow friend. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> you were not 14? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> You're, like, 22. <laughs> No, I wasn't. David, I didn't live in the house when I was 22. I know. I would have killed you. Anyway. No, I was probably like 15 or 16. I don't remember, but this is what you do in Dixie County. But anyway, um, so I wanted to name the cow Bernard, so I was like, let's get a boy. We can name it Bernard. And um, so we put the cow in the back. We had to actually touch it to, like, fry it up in the back of the <laughs> David van. says that they didn't wash it after it was born, and so it had, like... That's what I said, Ugh. because... Yeah, they obviously don't wash them. They know they're getting rid of them, so they don't wash them. So you're talking like from birth to the back of the van oh. in a matter of a couple of days. Mixing in there and, with your groceries. Yeah, and no. so. Well, and this was the part. This is the part I, I was theorizing about because David said he opened up the back of the van and he got right. groceries and then the right. cow. So was right. I right about this the fact that they got? Okay. okay, go ahead. Yeah, this is this is how it went. We we hoist the cow up. Get him in there. I'm mom's like, you need to sit in the back of the van with the cow because we don't want the cow sliding around. <laughs> so I sit in the back so the cow you didn't bring it. You didn't bring any like zip ties or, or uh, bungee cords. Think, you know, the cow trailer. Those ratcheting tie downs. <laughs> chick, yeah. chick, 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 chick. One on each leg. Um, so I'm sitting back there holding the cow and I'm really like vomiting as I'm doing this because oh, of the flies, and the buzzing, and the general stench of the cow. But I have to hold the cow. Because every bump and every curve, it's like the cow's sliding. So, mom's like, all right, I just got to stop by the grocery store real oh quick and gosh. pick up some groceries. Well, James and, and David know 100% that mom's stopping by any store. Uh, it's it's is not, not just It's minute. an afternoon. It is. Yeah. It is an experience in itself. And so, she's like, we can't leave the cow out here because the cow will turn into a hamburger. So, <laughs> you need to sit with the cow. So I'm sitting with the cow. I'm like, okay, so now what am I going to turn into? Because <laughs> if it's too hot for the cow, it's probably too hot for me. Well, anyway, yeah, so you're sitting, just adding more body heat. Right. So I'm sitting in the back of the, this boiling, scorching van in Florida with a cow that smells <laughs> like nothing you've ever experienced. It smells, and, it smells um, like a birth canal. Let's just say it. And uh, note, note again that I'm like 15 or 16. So I'm sitting in the back of this van at Walmart in the parking lot. White where trash. there's like five people in the whole town. Yeah. So you pretty much know all five of these people. Uh. So I'm trying to avoid people seeing me holding this cow down in the back of the van. Well, the cow starts mooing. <laughs> in the back. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was me. I did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah, I'm yawning. You're stretching in the back. Oh, man, I'm getting my workout in back here. Oh. Yeah, feeling those joints. It's trunk rotation. All right, so, so the cow's mooing, and Mom comes out, 
and uh, we put all the groceries in the back, and I still continue to sit in the back of the van mm. with the cow, and then the groceries are on the outside. No, we did have to slide the cow further back into the cavern of the van. <laughs> the Therefore, cow. there was slide residue. <laughs> <laughs> the groceries and you know like you buy chicken and mom would buy some chicken let me tell you she would buy some chicken so you got this grocery bag full of chicken oh, for like 50 people for a month and it, it's like condensating on the outside uh-huh. so you mix that with cow slide oh! <laughs> cow slide I just threw up <laughs> yeah yeah, so that that was that was my version of the story. So by the time I got home, I was like, I, not only do I not like cows anymore, oh. but I will never recover from this. <laughs> so it, David, no that's the answer of why it was Amy's cow, but you guys had to raise it exactly yeah. and bury it. Or had to so, kill and it. they were all <laughs> excited. But David, this is what I wanted to ask you: How long did we have Bernard? I'm saying like at least a mem- couple, at least a couple months, a month or two. <laughs> No. It, oh. That cow died within two weeks. Oh, wow. Shut up. No, but you that's why when I was listening to you, I was like, he was a little kid, so he remembers this as this big drawn-out like, cow ownership experience. And that cow died in less than two weeks because it started hey. pooping within the first couple days. Well, well, I have a question for you. Did, did I kill Bernard? <laughs> <laughs> David's been did carrying the guilt. <laughs> Did, was he lactose intolerant? Was he lactose intolerant? I fed him real whole milk. <laughs> Bernard, I'm coming for you, buddy. We're going to dig up well, the you know that, David, you know the bottle that you, you guys used to feed him with? Yeah. D- that what, wasn't did, a bottle. Did you pee in it? That wasn't a bottle. Uh, what was it? It wasn't a bottle, Dave. It was a gasoline can. Oh! <laughs> Bernard exploded. <laughs> I was wondering why he had bad gas. You wonder why you when you lit that match behind him. <laughs> that, now you know why you couldn't find any bones, and all you found was hooves because he exploded and his hooves were just laying there. <laughs> you actually probably buried him alive, Dave. Oh you my know, cows gosh. play dead. He wouldn't shut up, so yeah. <laughs> we're like, stop the mooing. Well, thank you. That was our featured story, and now it's time to move on to news, email, and voicemail. Up next. News E and female. The only news we have is that Amy has joined us, and Amy is our sister, and we're glad that she is here. Let's hear it. We for- don't hate me. We what? We don't hate me. No, no, we don't. We love her, and and Amy's on the Amy's Amy's on the forums, and uh, so if you guys want to communicate with her, we'll probably add her to the get to know us. Uh, page give her her own thread and everything but amy's going to be helping us out uh especially when david is in transition to ireland and so we're glad she's here and uh you know it's it's not easy to go to ireland and give up your your country and your constitution to go and face yeah yeah (laughs) we hate you david (laughs) yeah we hate david that's what this episode should be called exactly (laughs) david the abandoner I mean, there's a lot of people that died to give you the freedom that you're just pooping all over today. Oh, dude, dude, I, I'm totally not giving it up, man. I'm getting. You want to go be an alien and a stranger, man? <laughs> you're so you're doing dual citizenship. You're not gonna, not yeah, gonna... I, uh, yeah. America's the only place that doesn't do dual citizenship. Ah. so I'm gonna have two passports. Okay, 
Oh, I think we got a voicemail later on that I think you're going to really appreciate. Somebody, somebody uh, is is doing you just one for you. But okay. uh, so it is time for email and stories. It says uh, this one, by the way, is from Tyler. And he says, first off, I wanted to say I love you guys' podcast so much. I've been telling everyone I can about it. Anyway, I sent you an email to tell you guys of uh, one of my stories. The first one happened when I was three years old. I was just learning about cars and that kind of stuff. Anyway, I noticed whenever you put a key in something, it makes it move. So I got a bright idea of taking my parents' car keys and trying to turn on the house. So I got the keys out of my mom's purse and went over to the nearest light socket. And I put the key in the longer hole. The lights flickered. And because the key was just a straight-up metal, no plastic cover in the back, I got shocked so bad that I shot back about three or four feet, hit the couch with my hair on end. I ended up being fine, but I was scared of keys for a long time. (laughs) Poor guy probably still doesn't drive. (laughs) Mama, can I have the plastic-covered keys? You know, Big one. Can we modify the car to where I can get those teething ring keys instead? Anyway, it says the second story happened when his sophomore year of high school, and he and he and he thought that uh, keys turned on stuff, so he grabbed a key and stuck it into the house socket again. No, I'm kidding. I'm picking on him. Uh, I was gonna say what crap. I ain't read. <laughs> my second story happened my sophomore year of high school, near the end of the year. My um. My school had a rally, and the theme was boys versus girls, so they had us all separated. We were playing certain music for the guys only and the girls only. I was sitting on the bleachers. Basically, uh, they started playing I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain for the girls, and all the girls were singing, and he liked the song, so he started singing too. And uh, he got all into it, and he was singing louder and louder because everybody, all the girls were singing, and nobody could hear him. But then all of a sudden, the song shuts off, and he had his eyes closed, and you never sing with your eyes closed. Uh-uh. And he continued the song. I feel like a woman. And everybody all around the entire school heard him and turned around and looked at him. So anyway, he says he got stuck with the nickname Shania for the rest of his high school career. Nice. And you know, Tyler, yeah. I mean, Shania, you deserved it, bud. Anybody hey. who wants to take on the second one? Trying to see if I read this. Amy. Quite a long Amy? one. You, Give me you a want cheer. me to read um, you know what? Uh, scan. Do a scan. Yeah, just read through it. All right. Dude, start right All there right. with the long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. All right, a long time ago. Okay, this is from um, Casey. Casey, yeah, Casey. No. All right, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Well, actually, it was one and a half years ago, or maybe two. Back to the story. All right, it says. Uh, when it was one and a half years ago or two, my oldest sister, wait, let's call her Lucy. Mm, Back uh, to the story. <laughs> little attention deficit. Yeah. Lucy auditioned <laughs> for the Christian Youth Theater show, Charlotte's Web. Since this is a cow story, guess what she got? The mother cow. She, a line or two, but after the show, little kids would go up to her and say in a bratty voice, mad cow disease. Everybody run from the cow. Lucy got really mad, and when she got home, she said to my mom, really ready to punch those kids where it hurts. My brother Caleb and I laughed our heads off. Okay, stop right that's there. That's that's not a hilarious story. What's hilarious is right down there, do you see what she wrote? Read the moral of the story. Moral of the story. Punch stupid kids while you still can. <laughs> and check what they use to make the patty. Uh, <laughs> I, I just love that part because it's like I work with kids and you do want to slap them sometimes. You just do. It's you know? true. you got to do it while you're young. Yes, they can't put you in jail. A felon. So, 
I would never suggest this I to my I actual kids, but yeah, <laughs> hit as many kids as you can before, while you're still the same age as them. <laughs> so oh, that, I like the P.S. here. P.S. I thought you hated Amy. Ah, well, I wrote back to her and told her we didn't, that, that David does, but that's because he's got issues. So anyway, thanks, Casey. Who wants to read the one from uh, Tom? Davy. Davy. David hates reading emails. I, I, I read this one. Okay, here, yeah, I read this one. Okay. Um, okay, she's, uh, this chick, I say chick, meaning woman, it's not degrading or anything. Um, <laughs> not at been all. Married, she's been married for ten and a half years, she has a six-year-old daughter, blah, blah, blah. Well, at 5.30 in the morning one time on Valentine's Day, her husband called from work, because he has a really uh, weird uh, schedule, she said later on, but... Um, that he's found out about her about her secret affair. Uh oh. Well, what really happened is that she started watching the Katie Mack show. I don't know what the Katie Mack show is. Amy, do you? Not a clue. It's a podcast, okay. apparently. Yeah, um, she's been listening to it for a while, and uh, mentioned and, and on their podcast they mentioned to visit on the on the website, the Yahoo group, MySpace, so on and so forth. And there were pictures of whatever they do. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, she says she's a sucker for pictures. Well, apparently so Katie's joined... a gangster. Katie Mack. Yeah. So, Mack. <laughs> anyway. She says she really likes pictures and seeing them and stuff. So uh, she joined I like the Yahoo. pictures, too. And then she <laughs> tried to ex- access the MySpace stage. But she got in the middle of the MySpace stuff. And, you know, you know they give you tons and tons of questions. What's mm-hmm. your hair color? What's your leg color? What's your what's your head <laughs> leg <everything>? color? <laughs> So, uh, so she just, you know, she didn't have the time. She said, so she just quit it and backed, you know, just good for her. Okay, so say about uh, ten months, eleven months later, uh, in January of this year, she said uh, her brother located her on MySpace and added her as a friend, and then her husband, who who again I said works the weird schedule, four a.m. to noon, uh, found her brother's MySpace page and then uh, found his way to hers. Well, when he got there, he saw. This guy, just one guy, her number one friend. And you know what that means. You know who's in your number one? It was, it was it Tom? It was Tom. Oh. It was the guy that started MySpace. <laughs> and he called her and allegedly said that, secret lover, you've been cheating on me with this guy, Tom, and all this stuff. Because, that, because the thing is, when you go to a certain point in MySpace, they go ahead and issue the account, but they don't, uh, they don't, you know, you don't have to answer the rest. So if you get right. to page fifteen hundred, then it automatically throws it out. So she must have been backed out. You know, mm-hmm. quit like age. Well, after and just her luck. Yeah, the, the default answers are single and don't want any kids. And here she is married yeah. with a kid. So uh, yeah, it's, it's that's it was, it's pretty good. That's hilarious. I, I emailed her back and told her uh, that's why I love the shirt that says Tom is not my friend. But uh, <laughs> it's a geek shirt. She she so she's Tom started MySpace. I don't know about that. But he, he's, he's always everybody's default friend. Uh, see, I, I'm I'm uh, MySpace deficient, so I didn't know that. But that's hilarious. Well, if you have a MySpace, Tom's your friend, guaranteed. Um, anyway, she has a couple of blogs that she mentioned that she runs. So we wanted to mention them on the air. It's www.outsidemyhead.com or check out that'smyanswer.com. Uh, Outside My Head is her personal blog, and then That's My Answer is one she does where she asks a question every day and encourages people to answer it. It looks like a lot of fun. I was checking it out, especially the answer one, because she asks interesting questions. So uh, let me get the next one. This is Jacob from Idaho. 
says, I thought I'd write you a letter to let you know your podcast has been affecting my psyche. I had a dream last night where I was a detective who would solve crimes to a scene kins- a scene kins- a keen sense of observation and a vast knowledge of everything relative to the case I was working on, a.k.a. Columbo. Uh, more important and interesting was the way I would sum up and explain who had committed the crimes. I would gather everyone who was involved in the room and sing them a recap song where I would lay out everything that had transpired in perfect rhyme. That's right. Justice would come to pass through song and everyone would know <clears throat> it had to be correct because a recap song is the perfect way for the truth to be told. So basically he's blaming Monk, uh, Psychic, and uh, and then uh, or Psych, and then listening to our podcast as quickly as he could. He said he crammed them all in. Uh, so anyway, he says, I hope you enjoy this story because at 4 a.m. when I woke from this dream, I thought it was funny. Keep up the good work. Jacob from Idaho. And then uh, he wrote he wrote that in Jamaica, it's also common for everyone to say hallelujah, stressing the silent J. He says he was a missionary there for two years and he never got used to it. And then And then he says, David, having been raised on a dairy, I have witnessed sad stories similar to Bernard's many times. Broke ya. So, oh, you. So uh, anyway, David, you were asking if you killed Bernard, and I wanted to read that to you because uh, I don't, Ooh. I don't think you did. I think you can be at peace. I mean, I was about to go on Doctor Phil Let and everything. Rest. Let it rest. Oh, you can you. stop taking the Xanax. <laughs> oh my goodness! Who wants to read the last one? Hey. Amy. All right, this is from Jesse. Yep. Apparently, it's a boy name. He wants everybody to know. Yeah. Um, he says, hey, Kennison Brothers, I'm a big fan of Nobody's Listening. I've listened uh, to every show at least five times. Mm. After listening to the embarrassing show, I remember this story. He said he was a really nervous kid when he was growing up, and he was always scared of going to Sunday school. So one Sunday Who morning, he was... <laughs> I like going. Gosh, my Sunday school <laughs> teacher was this massive woman, and she was very mean, and she made me pray every single week. I had uh-huh. Miss Don't. But you turned into a pastor. What does that say? I, I did it in rebellion because I didn't want any kid to ever have to suffer like I did. That was my primary reason. I'm so glad I got called to the ministry because I get to save children, not from hell, but from church. You know, anyway. He says one Sunday morning he was getting dressed and noticed that he had a brand new pair of pants. Apparently his mom bought him a pair of pants and didn't tell him about them. Mm. So the pants were a little too big, but he wore them anyway. I can relate. Um, when he got to Sunday school, he was sitting in a chair. He's really nervous. And this is the funny part. When I was reading this just now, I read, I was 30, so I went <laughs> to get a drink of water. Apparently, he was thirsty. I got up, and my pants, his pants fell down oh, to his ankles. God. He was wearing Blue's Clues underpants that day. <laughs> so he was even more embarrassed because uh, he thought he was the only one, 10-year-old, that liked Blue's Clues. Um, got news for you, buddy. My husband loves some Blue's Clues doesn't have underwear good i was open i was holding my breath he is 26 years old but he loves blue's clues oh my goodness <laughs> he said he hopes uh you enjoy the story and he wants you to keep pre- preaching the gospel of kennison that's right david i was re- listening to episode one and we started that gospel of kennison right there at the beginning so we're still spreading the gospel and you can be a disciple of the gospel of kennison by listening to every podcast and telling people about it but Just in your love donations. Stop it. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I, I emailed him back and I told him he was a liar because I, I'm going to go check Walmart and Target and see if they make Blue's Clues underwear that would be um, the size for a 10-year-old kid. Yeah, that's true. Uh, true that. 
anyway, Truth. that is all of our uh, voicemail or our emails. It's time for voicemails, and we've got a few, so let's play a couple, and the rest of them we'll have to put at the end. David, this is your, this is yours right here. Listen to this. David, you can hear over an island. God, I heard you coming over here, mate. You'll be coming over here very soon. Good idea about the podcast. We have the package. Sponsor the podcast. Advertise all over, but the question is how much you're going to pay us. Love about that. How about you be coming over here, man? You've been looking for a job. We'll give you a word and give you a job for the package. Honest wage. We'll pay you fair. I already got a caravan for you. Got it from me, man. Me, man. Anyway, nothing about that. It's about a caravan, my man. She's got to go over there quick. She walks about the grounds all day saying, Where's my Davy? Where's my Davy? Where's my Davy? She's driving me nuts, man. Get over here. Get over here quick. What's the love about that? Got to go see me dig. David, do you know who that is? Uh, what uh, What was the phone number? Uh, I don't know, man. I'll have to look it up later. I, I didn't know if you knew who he was talking about, but obviously he was doing you a little pikey impression there. Yeah, he it 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 sounded good. I was thinking it might be uh, Carrie Ann's cousin. Ah, from Ireland, huh? You think he called all this way? Ah, he would. He's that would be. Face. Is he rich? Yes. Shouldn't you be begging him? <laughs> Loaded. <laughs> all right. Anyway, here's uh here's uh here's another one. Hi, nobody's listening. This is Connie from Ohio. I wanted to tell you a story about my brother and his dog. He was living in Tennessee at the time. And um, it was very hot, so he got his dog a baby pool to sort of lay down in and cool off in. Well, he noticed she didn't like getting in it. She just drank from it like it was a water dish. And so he came to the conclusion she didn't know how to swim. She liked the water once she did learn how to swim. The funny thing is he doesn't know how to swim. He thinks like a rock. So um, he took her to a local lake, and he waited out until the water was just to his chin and he was up on his tiptoes and he waved his arms and kept calling Reno come save me and pretending like he was drowning and the dog kept running up and down the shore and was barking and was obviously distressed so finally she swam out to him but she doesn't like the water so what she ended up doing was once she got to him she tried to get on his head remember he doesn't swim either and thinks like a rock so she almost drowned him because she was she was right on top of his head and all that pressure pushed him down so he almost ended up killing himself to teach a dog how to swim and i don't know i thought that was pretty funny i told him all dogs know how to swim he goes well i know that now anyway i thought you guys would get a kick out of that uh thanks for letting me share uh, thanks, Connie. That was awesome. Thank you so much. It's insane that a man that didn't know how to swim was trying to teach a dog that knew how to swim how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try out for Lassie. No. All right. Let's do. Uh, let's let's save the rest of them. The show's getting a little long. We'll save the rest of them for afterwards. So Emily and Vance, listen for yours after the show. Uh, David, can we do a recap song? Uh, is that probably- even possible? I don't know. Let me see. Let's try it. By the way, we are on Skype while David's getting set up, um, and this it, it, there's you know been some audio issues, but bear with us. We're going to continue to try to get better and better at this. And uh, so anyway, give us your feedback. Just keep it positive. 
<laughs> we only want it if it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Your honest feedback. <laughs> as long as you twist Your the truth. Your good, yeah. honest feedback. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you can call us if you want to at 206-657-04. That's the Nobody's Listening line. You can email us at nobodyslisteningtous at gmail.com. And get on the forums at our website at www.nlcast.com, and then you click on forums. Uh, we have a frapper map there where you could put a pin in where you live. And thanks to all of those that have been, I love checking that thing and finding new folks and new photos and new comments. Um, you can check us out on MySpace at myspace.com/nlcast. Or uh, last but not least, if you don't do any of those things, give us an iTunes review. Load that iTunes up, go over to uh, search for us, and then uh, leave us a review. We have, I think, four, 74 reviews. All, Almost all of them, I think all but four are five stars, and then one of them's three stars. And uh, it blows my mind that, that we have the best listeners in America. It's awesome. It's what the world's been waiting for. The recap song. David, you there? Oh yeah. Let's try, try it. it yeah. I think we're I think we're good. Check one, two, one, two. Okay. David. It ain't working, man. This could be the end of the recap song, folks. Because yeah. apparently through Skype we cannot hear David and speak and sing at the same time or hear David's guitar. So those of you that are praying, folks, begin to intercede for Skype. And 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 if anybody knows more about Skype than we do, let, let us, us know. know. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't you do it without music, like a rap? <laughs> do it like a rap. Amy, you wanna you wanna go? You wanna start us off? Um, yeah, I can okay. do that. I tell you what, let's do this. Let's do this. I, I was watching, um, uh, what is it? Huh? Whose line is it anyway? And they have a thing called the three-headed man. And we have three people right here. And the way it goes is each person says one word of the song and they keep passing <laughs> it around. Okay. So I like it. yeah, I do too. So, uh, Amy, you can start and then, um, I don't know. I'll go second, and David, you or David can go second. I'll go third, or whatever, and we'll just keep going around and around, and see what happens. <laughs> All right, so just one, just one word, right? Yeah, one word yeah. per person. Are you ready? Yep. Yep. Go. Conversion. Van is dead, but cows used to live <laughs> inside the van with. Stop! One word. I'm singing extra songs. I'll I'll begin where I left off. Inside the automobile, formerly known as the conversion van. Ah, two words. Dang it! I would get kicked off of that show. David, you're to go. Then we got to Mudbog Lake. What did you say? <laughs> okay. I said Lake. What? Lake? L A K E? Mudbog Lake. Oh. 
That was the name of the lake. There was no lake. <laughs> you know, hey, David, I can push okay. one button and she's gone. Just oh one my button. Gosh. <laughs> I can push one button and you're both gone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but the show goes on, baby. Anyway, oh I think we'll just cut it short. We tried. <laughs> it was yeah. wonderful. I think I should still be able to do my rap. Okay, do your rap. David and John got the van stuck in the mud lake. As deep as they can. <laughs> in, the, in the backyard. Yeah. Mom was going to kill them. They were going to die. They didn't get it out before five. But <laughs> Half a tank later, they thought they were prepared, but Mama come out and with a gray hair. She found out about the empty can, and David said, I'm going to think of something fast. He said, Mom, the Cavalier's Cavalier converter is broke. <laughs> like a bad I joke. I didn't know it was a Cavalier. <laughs> Be quiet. I thought it was a van. Anyway, folks, thank you so much for being with us. You know what, guys? Uh, as bad as this was, I don't. I'm not worried because why? Nobody's Nobody. listening. <laughs> Amy, Dang, I finally get it. <laughs> I'm not worried about it, guys. You know why? Because nobody's Nobody listening. listening. Good God, people! Can't we do it together? I'm not worried about it because nobody's, nobody's listening. listening. Okay. Thank you, buddy. I'm going. <laughs> Oh yeah, Ohio. <laughs> and, um, I'm a new listener, and my three cat song is the highlight of my week. And I hit you because as I go write my English research paper, I'm gonna have that song in my head. Um, so yeah, so I'm just gonna write about cow pooping instead of analyzing a very posturous professor dude essay. I have a quick story. Um, once we were coming home from church, and Everyone got out of the car and lost it, and I found myself um, kind of trapped and tied to my seatbelt, and I couldn't untie myself until everyone gets out of the car, and I'm like pounding on the window, and all of a sudden um, I had to whip out my cell phone, because I just discovered I had had it, and this was like 15 minutes into it, so for 15 minutes I had this type of experience of being lost. In my seatbelts. So, yeah, don't wear seatbelts. They're bad for you. Bye. Hey, this is Vance at Springfield. Great little story here about my uncle and my two cousins. My cousins' names are Chris and Kyle. Chris is the oldest, Kyle's the youngest. They're in, at this point, probably first and third grade. Kyle gets mad at Chris because Chris has messed with him one too many times, as big brothers often do. And to retaliate, he takes the little bottle that they use to spray water on their hair to make it curly, just plain water and that just makes their hair curly, and he um, pee-pees in the bottle. He pees a lot in the bottle. 
thinking that it's going to get sprayed on my cousin Chris's hair and that, you know, he's going to pee-pee on his hair, how funny this will be. Well, Chris and Kyle managed to get dressed that morning and get out the door, and my uncle goes in to fix his hair. He grabs the same little bottle that has the pee-pee in it now and sprays it on his hair, and when he does, he realizes that something smells, realizes that it is uh, pee-pee, and knows who did it. He runs out the door and opens the door to the house just as his little boy Kyle was getting onto the school bus. And Kyle just ran on the school bus knowing that he wasn't going to have to deal with that one until later. So anyway, a little gag that was meant for his brother ended up getting his dad, and his dad later got him. Hey, hope you enjoyed the story. Later. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.